Chapter Three of Winky the Wily Woodchuck: Her Many Adventures. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Winky the Wily Woodchuck: Her Many Adventures. Chapter Three. Winky finds a way out. Just as soon as Winky told other woodchucks to be quiet and listen, they all remained as still as though frozen in their places. Not one made a move. This is what wild animals always do when they hear or see anything strange. They stay quiet for just a moment or two before making up their minds what is best to do to save themselves from danger. And that danger was at hand Winky, the wily woodchuck, felt sure. As I have told you, she was the smartest of all the woodchuck children, and that is why her mother nicknamed her Wadley, which means smart and cunning. I don't hear anything, whispered Blunk. Hark, cautioned Winky once more. This time they all heard it. Silently, they listened in their underground house to the strange noise. It was up above them, a thudding, rasping, scraping sound. What can it be? asked Mrs. Woodchuck. She spoke in a whisper, as, indeed, they all did, for they knew their little whispering voices could not be heard outside their burrow. I don't know what it is, answered Mr. Woodchuck, but whatever it is, I'm glad Winky heard it before I started out. Otherwise, I might have run into danger. Do you suppose it's that farmer looking for us? asked Blinky. Or his dog? added Blunk. If it's a dog, maybe I could fool him in some way, said Winky. How can you fool a dog? Winky's mother asked. I can poke my nose out of the back door, and when he sees me, I'll duck down in here again, explained Winky. What good will that do? asked Daddy Woodchuck. You would be only running your nose into danger. Well, but listen, exclaimed Winky. And she was so eager that she forgot to speak in a whisper until her mother said, Hush, keep quiet. All right, hissed Winky. But this is what I could do. I could poke my nose out of our back door. The dog would see me and want to get me. I ducked down in here, and the dog would begin digging at the back door to make it big enough for him to come down. Yes, that's just what the dog would do, sighed Miss Woodchuck. I know dogs to my sorrow. Once one bit me on the leg. Yes, but wait went on Winky eagerly. While the dog was digging at our back door, we could run out the front. That's a good idea, exclaimed Blunk. But I think I'm the one to do it, and not Winky. No, no, exclaimed Mr. Woodchuck. I see your trick, Winky, and it is very good of you to think of it, and good of Blunk to offer to do it. But it is too dangerous. The dog might dig his way in here to the back door before we had a chance to run out the front. And who knows but what the farmer with his gun may be waiting up above for us. No, we will stay right here and safe in our burrow. I don't believe they'll find us here. But what is that strange noise? asked Blinky. There, it sounds again. Indeed, there came once more that strange noise which Winky had first heard. The rumbling kept up, and now and then came a pounding as if heavy feet were tramping on the ground overhead. Oh, that must be the farmer trying to break his way in here with his heavy boots, cried Blinky. Hush, do you want him to hear you? whispered Winky and her sister grew quiet. As the woodchuck family listened, the noise grew louder, and then, very plainly, they all heard a man's voice shouting, Whoa! Instantly the noise stopped. That was the farmer! exclaimed Blunk. I know his voice. What was he saying? asked Blinky. No one could tell her, of course, for the woodchucks did not understand man talk, any more than the farmer understood animal language. But Blinky made a guess. Perhaps that farmer was talking to his dog, she said. Maybe, agreed her mother. I hope neither of them finds his way down here. But the farmer was not talking to his dog. 
One doesn't say whoa to dogs. One says it to horses. And that is to whom the farmer called the word which means stop. Whoa there now, cried Farmer Toddle again. Stand still, can't you? Want to drag this plow over all of them rocks? I've got to blast them out. That's what i got to do. These rocks and stumps are in the way, and I'm going to get some powder and blow them to bits. What with big stones on my farm and the pesky woodchucks eating clover, I won't have enough left to buy me a new shirt at the end of the year. Stand still, can't you? Not that I blame you much for wanting to plow in this field of rocks, he went on. Guess I'll go and get some powder and blow them up now. I'll finish plowing tomorrow. It was this noise of the plow rasping and cutting its way through the earth over their heads, and the heavy thud of the hoofs of the horses that Winky and the other woodchucks had heard down in their burrow. There was silence while Farmer Tuttle was thinking of the best way to blast the rocks from his field, not far from the clover patch where Blunk and Winky had played tag that day. Then, having made up his mind what he would do, Mr. Tuttle turned his team around and drove them back to the barn. That noise isn't so loud now, whispered Winky after a bit. No, maybe nothing is going to happen after all, said Blinky, but the danger was over only for a little while. The noise stopped as Farmer Tuttle drove away, and, for a time, the groundhog thought everything was going to be all right. Groundhog is another name for the woodchuck. I guess I can go out now, said Mr. Woodchuck, when an hour or more had passed and there was no more thumping sounds and no further cries of, Whoa! Mr. Woodchuck went softly to the back door of the burrow. He crept up the little incline, or hill, that led to out-of-doors, and he was just poking his nose out when, all at once, there sounded a loud bang. That was not the worst. As the loud noise sounded, louder than any thunder the groundhogs had ever heard, Mr. Woodchuck came slipping, sliding, and half-falling back into the burrow. Oh, Nib, what has happened? cried Miss Woodchuck. Nib was a pet name for her husband. Are you shot? she asked. I'm sure I heard a gun. It was the biggest gun I ever shot off, if that's what it was, said Mr. Woodchuck. It fairly stunned me. Why, I fell right over backward, and a lot of little stones and dirt flew in my face. Did the farmer see you and shoot at you? asked Winky. No, he couldn't see me, for I hadn't yet poked my nose outside, answered the father. I don't understand what happened. Blunk, just like a little boy, had run to the back door to be near the scene of excitement. Now he came running back, all out of breath. Oh, you ought to see, he cried. Our back door hole is closed up. It's full of dirt and stones, and nobody can get out that way. You don't tell me, cried his father, who was, by this time, getting over the shock. I must take a look. Timidly, all the woodchucks followed him to the back door. Just as Blunk had said, a lot of earth and stones had caved in, completely filling the passageway and the door. No getting out there, said Winky, for she had been quicker than any of the others to see what had happened. Hurry, cried her father. We must try the front door hole. I think I know what happened. The farmer shot off his gun down our back door hole and blew it shut. But alas for this woodchuck family. As Mr. Woodchuck was patting and tapping Winky, Blinky, and Blunk with his paws to make them run faster, and just as they were close to the front door hole, there came another loud sound, and the earth trembled under the paws of the little animals. Oh, oh dear, whined Blinky. Dear me, I hope no one is hurt, said Miss Woodchuck. That is dreadful. No one was hurt, but they were all covered with moist earth that had rattled down on them. But as woodchucks are always burrowing and digging in the earth, this did not matter. Daddy Woodchuck scrambled on ahead of the others until he reached the front door. Just as I feared, he sadly said, this door is closed too. We are prisoners here in our burrow. You don't mean to tell me the front door hole is closed up like the back door, cried his wife. 
Yes, this is what happened, answered her husband. The farmer has shot both our doors shut. We can't get out. This last part was true enough, but not the first. Farmer Toddle had not exactly shot shut the two door holes of the woodchuck's underground house. He had blasted some rocks in his field, using powder to blow up the big stones. It was the shock of the blasting that had closed the doors of the burrow. Dirt and rocks had been shaken into the passages until they were almost completely filled, and none of the children, to say nothing of big Mr. and Miss Woodchuck, could squeeze their way past. What are we going to do? cried Miss Woodchuck. Shall we have to stay here forever? asked Blinky. We can't stay here forever, exclaimed Blunk. There isn't anything to eat down here, and we'll starve. Oh, don't talk that way, faintly screamed Blinky. Maybe we can find our way out, suggested Winky, who always looked on the bright side. That's so, exclaimed her father. This is no time for sitting down and biting one paws. We must look for a way up. Come, Blunk, you and I will try the back door again. And mother, you take Winky and Blinky and try the front door. Maybe there's a little hole which we can dig larger, and so get out through it. Look sharp. This was better than sitting still sighing. At least so Winky felt. But while her mother and sister went to the front door hole, and her father and brother to the back door, the wily woodchuck nosed off by herself. She remembered that once, when she was playing hide-and-seek with the Blunk and Blinky, she had hidden herself in a side passage of the burrow. The passage was larger and longer than she had first thought and she made up her mind after the game to see where it went. But somehow or other, she had never done this. But I'm going into that hole now to see if it leads anywhere, thought Winky. Maybe it's a tunnel that will let us out. Winky could see quite well in the dark. She soon found her old hiding place, and going to the far end, where she had never before been, she looked upward. To her delight, she saw a little bit of daylight gleaming. Drumming her way forward, Winky began to dig. She had soon made a larger hole. She put her nose close to this and could smell fresh air. Much excited, Winky climbed down and ran to the middle of the burrow just as her father and Blunk came from the back door. There is no way out there, said Mr. Woodchuck sadly. Nor at the front, added Miss Woodchuck, coming back with Blinky. But where have you been, Winky? I think I found a way out, cried the wily woodchuck. Yes, I'm sure I have. Come, I'll show you. End of chapter 3